he had killed more than a dozen people and eaten some of them in his Milwaukee apartment that was literally a house of horrors. There are uh, 11 uh, individuals uh, or parts thereof that were recovered. We have also, in addition, through our investigation, determined that the suspect may well have been involved in at least 17 homicides. Tracy Edwards escaped from Dahmer's apartment and testified at Dahmer's trial. Mind as to who you were sitting next to who was doing all these things. A bizarre individual, someone that was very confused at this time. There had been an earlier tip. Milwaukee police got an emergency call about a 14-year-old Laotian boy in similar circumstances, but did not investigate. Two officers were later fired. The result was inevitable. Sixteen life sentences. Not enough retribution for the sister of one victim. Welcome to the Conspiracy Therapy Podcast with Ryan, Larry, Spring Hill, Josh, Bling, and the Aluma Mommy herself, Miss April. <laughs> and on today's episode, what's that? Is this conspiracy therapy? What? What? I. Th- they're they're covering serial killers in season three. That's right, Jeffrey Dahmer. story i love willy wonka and the chocolate factory the original oh, thank you although charlie and the chocolate factory does follow the source material a little bit closer does it not maybe but willy wonka is always by far the better but willy wonka wasn't a pedophile in the original movie so ah, i enjoyed enough. it a little bit better Rad Dad 2019 here in the Shoop Kitchen studio with the skeptic, the mom, and the beard getting down on some Jeffrey motherfucking Dahmer. Is that his real name? No, actually, it was Jeffrey something Dahmer. We'll get to it later. I'll have to pull it up on the interwebs. But anyway, so guys, 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 girls, and a girl, a, a woman, woman, okay, there. We've had a rough day today. Mm-hmm. It's cold as shit. Our balls are in our chins. Our nose hairs are frozen. Mm-hmm. 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 
Truth Corner. This is a doozy. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay. Well, this is... Okay, so full disclosure, we discuss, we decided before we started this season that we were going to start incorporating serial killers. Yes. Now, some of you may say, well, your conspiracy therapy, what do, what is that? Well, we deal with the macabre. I think a lot of times mm-hmm. when Corn it comes the to... And <laughs> when it comes to the dark stuff... Half the time you come across these grisly cases, and I can't think of more of a stronger serial killer boogeyman of, especially our generation, spanning all of our different because we're all different ages mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. This guy was like the physical embodiment of like the monster in real life. And the thing is, when you watch interviews with him, he's so articulate mm-hmm. and down to earth and very midwestern has this very you just don't you don't expect what horrors will come from his mouth and and it's Stone Phillips interview which you have to check out which will imagine what his breath smelled like (laughs) Paradise Ranch probably you know a lot like Schlitz (laughs) and a little bit of Paradise Ranch Mm -hmm. like Josh mentioned Mm -hmm. Marlboro's I don't know if he smoked actually I think he might have it was the 90s it was the 90s they didn't know yet so or at least they in the Midwest, we didn't pay attention to those mm-hmm. surgeon yeah. general. We're 20 years behind. Yeah, a little bit. Well, if he was cheap, he was probably smoking tourneys. Oh, God. Those white cigarettes that just had cigarettes on them. <laughs> My stepdad smoked those. <sighs> Bad for use. <laughs> anyway, so truth corner. Let's okay. pull the Thunderbird to the side of the road here. On a scale from one to 10, how creeped out as a kid were you of Jeffrey Dahmer? Or even just the idea mm-hmm. of being in the same room with him. I'm 10. Yeah. Larry says 10. Uh, don't need to explain. <laughs> no, I understand. <laughs> yeah. We'll get into the details. Don't worry. Are we talking just as a kid? Well, I guess it's... It <clears throat> or in be general. Because like, 91 was when he was caught. Mm-hmm. So at that time, you were three? Yeah. Yeah, you're little... T- I mean, you would have mm-hmm. probably been at the grocery store with your mom, mom and dad and mm-hmm. seen him on the inquires and the <laughs> right. worldwide news. Yeah. He was actually a decent looking mm-hmm. tall blonde hair, blowjob mustache, all the things. <laughs> yeah. So quick. Thank you. Oh, he's always quick. <laughs> but I guess I okay, for April we'll say in retrospect. In retrospect, um how about this? When I first learned who Jeffrey Dahmer was yeah, that was a 10. Yeah. A, an absolute 10. Mine kind of goes two different ways. Of course, 10. Mm-hmm. But I think that if I were to be around him after he was in prison, because I've watched interviews and whatnot, and I don't want to go too far into it because I know you're probably going to. Um, it, yeah. But I think that after he was in prison, I would have been more like a three. I'm going to side with Josh on this one. I'm going to say a four or five hmm. in that era. But during the time as a kid, yeah, I thought I was terrified, especially because I knew he like loved to watch The Exorcist and is, you know, mm-hmm. like and The Exorcist scared the shit out of me as a kid. Just the idea of him like kind of channeling the evil of mm-hmm. that movie. And, and you know, and as a kid, I didn't know that 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 what that really meant was forcing his own you know, demons to kind of quiet in his mind while also like 
medicating himself on alcohol and and fucking hard liquors, basically his whole from his teenage years, which we'll get into. And, and, some and, of us need medication. And, and, and some of us need to wean ourselves and, off a little bit. <laughs> anyway, Jeffrey Dahmer is an interesting fella, and we're going to get into him on today's episode. But in order to really kind of gauge the man, the myth, you have to get into Larry's time capsule. Now it's time for us to open up the time capsule. Paul Abdul for you. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> That's not my 1991 Larry. But I understand. So, <laughs> as per usual, we start with... Music. Music. Indeed we do. January 15th. A new all-star rendition of the John Lennon song, Give Peace a Chance, is released featuring Yoko Ono, Lenny Kravitz, Peter Gabriel, Alana Miles, Tom Petty, Bonnie Raitt, and many, many more, billed as the Peace Choir. The single uh, was rushed to market in response to the imminent Gulf War, which would start the next day. On my birthday, January 16th, the 6th Annual Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony is held in New York. The event goes forward despite a tense atmosphere due to the president's announcement of the Gulf War the same evening. The inductees are Ike and Tina Turner. Um, <laughs> I don't hit me. <laughs> Jimmy Reed, John Lee Hooker, Laverne Baker, The Birds, The Impressions, Wilson Pickett, and Howlin' Wolf. Oh. I know. I would, if I could have, I would have. My printer broke. What? Oh, yeah, no. I couldn't print anything out today. My, well, uh, it broke three weeks ago, but Aaron didn't tell me. Oh. So I went to print today. <laughs> like, nothing happened. She's like, oh, yeah, it's broken. I'm like, well, when are you going to tell me? Well, I figured you'd find out when you went to print something. I mean, she's not wrong. She's Super not helpful. wrong. January 18th, three people are crushed to death during an ACDC concert in Salt Lake City, Utah, when members rush the stage. I heard that, like, <laughs> that woodblock smack sound when you said that we're crushed to death. <laughs> I'm just so tuned to your soundboard now. <laughs> January 19th, my mom's birthday, Janet Jackson, with her seventh single from Janet Jackson's Rhythm Nation, Love Will Never Do Without You, making her the only artist to have seven singles from the same album chart wow. in the top five. Holy crap. If you've got a Spotify, check out Rhythm Nation. It's yeah. one of the greatest Jackson records of all yes. time. Yes, and she's got some doozies. Yes, mm-hmm. for sure. If it wasn't for her brother, she'd be the most famous of the Jacksons. Yes. Possibly. Undeniably. Yeah. Me making a point without really making a point. January 27th, Whitney Houston sings the Star Spangled Banner at the Super Bowl. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to assume that because I, I, I don't know off reference and I haven't seen a video, but I know Whitney Houston <laughs> yeah. had the pipes. They made him. Uh, they actually released it as a single. It was so popular. Wow. Oh, wow. February 27th, James Brown is granted an early parole and released from jail following his arrest after a high-speed car chase through two states in 1989, and a cat is making noise in the background. We've got a cat drunk on <laughs> Schlitz trying to reenact like... <laughs> Meow there, <laughs> I'm purring and whatnot. March 12th, R.E.M. releases the seventh studio album, album, Out of Time. 
which had Losing My Religion on it. Oh, and that just yeah. propelled the band into like another atmosphere. Yeah. And I'm a big REM fan. They're amazing. Mm-hmm. March 16th, seven members of country music singer Reba McIntyre's band and her road manager are killed when their private plane crashes in California near the U.S.-Mexico border. Reba McIntyre was on a separate plane at the time. Wow. March, March 20th, Michael Jackson signs a contract with Sony for $1 billion. Think about that. In 91. In 1991, they signed him to a $1 billion contract. Jeez. You could buy a lot of giraffes with that. <laughs> oh, a lot of giraffes. <laughs> and on that same day, um, Clapton's son, oh, uh, Connor, falls. Oh! <laughs> God damn, Larry. 49 stories from a New York apartment window. Oh, my God. Which inspired Clinton to write the hit single, Tears, Tears in Heaven. <laughs> that, that was how... <laughs> God Thanks, it. slide whistle player. Always there when for, we need him. Anytime you need me, I'm not really doing anything else. It's not like I'm getting late or anything. <laughs> March 24th, the Black Crows are dropped as the opening act of ZZ Top's tour for repeatedly insulting the tour sponsor, Miller Beer. <laughs> I, Dude, that just, band was amazing live. Just keep your mouth, mouth shut. Yep. They're sponsoring you. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, uh, No one needs to know how you like craft beer over... Or what, what I drink. <laughs> Let's be honest. They weren't drinking anyways. They were smoking copious amounts of weed. Uh, oh, what I, I like that. Tw- March 27th. Oh, here we go. March 27th. I love Snoop Dogg. New kids. Oh, God. I'm going <laughs> to slap you. New kids on the block star Donnie Wahlberg is arrested in Louisville, Kentucky for allegedly setting his hotel room on fire. Nice. Awesome. That is rock and roll. March 28th. Uh, George Harrison, Phil Collins, and others attend the funeral for Connor. May 7th in Macon, Georgia, a judge dismisses a wrongful death lawsuit against Ozzy Osbourne. The suit was filed by a local couple that believed their son was inspired to attempt suicide due to his music. It was from the song Suicide Solution. Well, that's probably they probably just saw the song and like, I bet you we can see it. There was a, there was a lyric. It, they thought Ozzy was saying, get your guns out and shoot, shoot, shoot. Mm-hmm. And they, they took it as... The parents took it as, oh, well, the, the, he's telling our son to shoot himself in the head. It's ridiculous. No, it There's is. nothing I hate worse than those type of suits, especially like when we caught, we talked about it briefly, the Judas Priest thing. Yes. Where when you listen back to it, it's like even like with this most recent thing, we're like, Rover says fuck. And I listened to it like <laughs> 30 t- <laughs> I swear he did. It sounds like it to me. Really? I yes, can, I does. can hear both. But I, I doubt he did, but that's what it sounds like. There's a, I don't hear it at See, all. and I think I've watched too much Sesame Street because I don't hear it either. Mm-hmm. There's lots of examples. Like, there's, like, mm. ACDC says the N-word in a song. Like, mm-hmm. it, it, yeah. they don't, but it just sounds like it. It sounds like it. It's interesting. May 10th, Truth or Dare, a documentary chronicling singer Madonna's 1990 Blonde Ambition tour is released. Eh, wasn't that good. A little racy, but good. not that good. May 28th, the Smashing Pumpkins released their debut album, Gish, establishing the band as one of the most important of the alternative scene. July 2nd, during the Use Your Illusion tour, Axl Rose assaults a member of the audience watching the show on camera after security fails to respond to the singer's orders to compensate said camera. July 18th, Perry Farrell launches the first Lollapalooza tour as a Farrell for his Just Dissolve band, Jane's Addiction. Want to know some of the other acts? Yeah. Susie and the Banshees, Nine Inch Nails, Rollins Band, Fishbone, and Rage Against 
said machine. Ooh. Love- Admittedly, I only know two of those. Really? I know Nine Inch all. Nails and Rage. Okay, Rollins Band? Oh, I oh, love Rollins Henry? Band. Yeah. Okay, okay. Because I'm a liar. August 12th. God, that's such a good music video. <laughs> yeah. Metallica releases her most successful album, Metallica, or as known as the Black Album, which actually is kind of controversial because a lot of their hardcore fans didn't care for it. That is a that is a uh, big moment for Metallica because mm-hmm. they went from like almost like incredible thrash metal albums to full of Pop-ish? like it's it's Pop-ish, yeah it's the in between it has its bangers but it's, it's the Genesis moment all their early stuff was prog rock and then all of a sudden Phil Collins takes over and it becomes pop it's mm-hmm. you have to evolve sorry yep. yeah and obviously Metallica's done fine <laughs> yeah I've heard of them. <laughs> August 27th, Pearl Jam releases their debut album, 10, which is actually the uniform number of Mookie Blaylock, which was their favorite player because they almost yep. named themselves the Blaylocks. Yep. Uh, that while initially slow to sell, it became the number two on the Billboard charts within a year and has been certified 13 times platinum. Wow. wow. It's still mm-hmm. really good. That's our first album. September 17th, Rock and Band or Guns N' Roses releases their first full-length follow-up to their debut album, Appetite for Destruction, with the double album, Use Your Illusion 1 and 2. Both going to sell a combined excess of $1.3 million on the first week of sales. Because they sold them separately, I think. Mm-hmm. It was brilliant. September 24th, Seattle-based band Nirvana releases their second album, Nevermind. In that, in the beginning of 1992, replaces Michael Jackson's album, Dangerous, at number one. You thought I was going to skip over that? Well, I was just curious where it was falling in here. (laughs) Well, for a hot second, I'm like, wait, was that late enough in 91 that it could have been 92? I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure it's 91. No, but it it kind of was 92 is where it really took off. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yes, absolutely. Uh, It replaces Michael Jackson's album, Dangerous, number one on the Billboard charts. That that's of course the beginning of 1992, and it becomes one of the most famous rock and roll albums of all time. Considered the emblem of Gen X, Blood Sugar Sex Magic, the Hot Red Hot Chili Peppers album, also on that date, and hip hop group Tribe Called Quest releases the Low End Theory, which was like their like big album. Uh-huh. November seventh, Izzy Stradlin quits Guns N' Roses, and Frank Zappa's children Dweezil and Moon announced that uh, their father is unable to attend a tribute concert. To his own music because he is seriously ill with prostate cancer. November 14th, the new Michael Jackson music Black or White premieres sim- simultaneously in 27 different countries to an audience of 500 million people. Jeez. And it's controversial because the last four minutes is nothing but him uh, breaking windows, smashing cards, and grabbing crotch. <laughs> November 19th, U2 releases the album Acton Baby. Love one of my album. favorite what, albums. What yeah. songs are on that one? Uh, that's the one Flock. with Mysterious Ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, November 24th, Freddie Mercury, lead singer of Queen, dies from AIDS-related complications at the age of 45. The same day, Eric Carr, formerly of Kiss, also dies from heart cancer. So great, now I got a new cancer to worry about. (laughs) The crazy thing about Freddie Mercury, I don't know if I've ever mentioned it on here, but he didn't even announce to the world that he had cancer until the day before. But he didn't have cancer. Or AIDS, I'm sorry. It was because he didn't want people to go out and buy the CDs as a mercy thing. Yeah, well, they did. <laughs> well, afterwards, yeah. they did. But. November 26th, Michael Jackson releases his worldwide hit album, Dangerous. Also in 1991, I remember this, country music legend Kenny Rogers starts his restaurant chain, Kenny Rogers Roasters. <laughs> God. And Tupac Shakur's solo career begins with his first album, Tupacalypse Now. 
Earths. Wow. February 17th, Ed Sheeran. March 6th, Tyler, the Creator. March, oh, love him. I know. March 16th, Wolfgang Van Halen. I didn't realize he was that old. May 31st, Azalea Banks. And June 7th, Fetty Wap. I mean, Fetty Wap. Covered up an eye. <laughs> Fun fact, a lot of people think that his eyes like that because he got shot in the face, which is actually not the case. He has glaucoma. Yeah. Oh, great. Something else I got to worry about. Yeah. <laughs> April plays him on purpose just to annoy me. He's great. Hmm. Kind of like how someone else plays oh, yeah. Kiss on purpose but, to annoy me, which he admitted to the other day. But then she also loves because I'll take that 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 song that he does. The bit. What's the big one that you always play? Trap Queen. Yeah, I always do that, and I just change the lyrics completely. Yeah. Movies. It's always about Mark Ruffalo. Movies. Yes, please. Yes, Movies. Please. Adam's Family. Oh, I love that movie. An American Tale, Five Goes West. Oh, yes. loved it. This one, underrated, I think. Backdraft. I no, I, I love I, that movie. Yeah, it's great. Barton Fink. Yeah, uh, the fir- one of the not the first, but one, one of, of the first Cohen brothers. Cohen brothers. Yeah, Beauty and the Beast. Oh, oh yes, yep. Bill is old as time. God, this makes me feel so fucking old. <laughs> Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Yes, yes, a hundred times. <laughs> this one makes me feel old too. I don't because I went to the theater. I don't know how. I was nowhere near old enough. Boys in the Hood. Yeah. Oh, um, mm-hmm. I had a weird Ice experience Cube. where I watched that. John, okay. I think it was John Singleton. One of his first movies. I know I've seen it. I know so, I've seen it. Oof, that's a good one. Bugsy. Uh-huh. Cape Fear. I, De Niro. Mm-hmm. Child's Play 3. Absolutely. Fuck. That has one of the funniest horror sequences ever where like a kid jumps on a grenade. <laughs> that just sounds funny. <laughs> it's just like I even I think would laugh at that. I did as even as a kid, but it like they tried to play it up for like horror, and I was uh-huh. just like, "This is stupid." <laughs> even as a kid, yep. City Slickers, loved that movie. It was fun. Cool as ice. That vanilla ice vehicle. Oh God! Uh, I think I passed on that. Delirious. Mm. John Candy. Oh really? Yep. Doc Hollywood. Michael J. Fox. Woody Harrelson. I, I, I just can't help but listen to the Sting music and like. This is a Sting. This is Escape Club. Oops, that sounds like Sting. It does sound like Sting actually? <laughs> Don't tell the mom the babysitter's dead. I, yes, I saw that. The Doors. Oh, yeah. oh, yes, amazing movie. Double Impact. Jean Claude Van Damme. Yeah. JCBD. Drop Dead Fred. Yes. Oh, weren't we? Didn't we just talk last about that last episode? Oh, I love and that I, movie so much. Dutch. Yeah, too. Uh, oh, hey, Dutch. Ernest Scared Stupid. Yes. Oh, okay. Easily the best one. And April can say that from time to time. I'll ask. She'll say, like, what do you want to drink for dinner? I'll say, meak. 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 Fascinating. Father of the Bride. Oh, come on. <laughs> the Fisher King. Oh, I love that. You can movie. do anything. That was actually one of the movies I watched after Robert Williams died. Mm. Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare. Yes. Very uh, good. I've seen all the Freddy movies. Yeah. Fried Green Tomatoes. Oh, that's a good one. That's a mom movie. Yeah. Godzilla versus King Ghidorah. Yes. Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man. Remember when they were trying to make Don Johnson a thing? Yeah. <laughs> this does sound like Sting. He said, she said. Highlander 2, The Quickening. Yes. The Hitman. Chuck Norris. Yeah, pass. Hook. Whoa, whoa. Oh, did you say? Oh, yes. Hook. Yeah, yeah, that. That was kind of (laughs) a. 
pings my ear lobes. But yes, hot shots. I oh love yes, hot shots. Hudson Hawk. Oh, that was a misfire for Bruce Willis. Mm-hmm. If looks could kill. Mm. JFK. Well, mm, no. Sierra Past episodes. Yeah, Jungle Fever. Ah, uh, one of my wife's favorites, King Ralph. No, John Goodman. Oh, that's mm. where that's a, that. It was a funny movie, wasn't it? Yeah, it's cute. L.A. Story. Steve Martin. Steve Martin. Yep. yep. It's well, the Last Boy Scout. Ooh, Uh-oh. that's like a Damon Wayans, Bruce Willis, Bruce Willis yep. thing. Yeah. The uh, Life Stinks. Mel Brooks. Mm. The Linguini Incident. I've not seen that. David Bowie. Really? Yep, David Bowie and Rosanna Arquette. Love Hurts. Mannequin 2 on the move. Oh, <laughs> I, I've seen it. No. I've seen it. Was it good? The first and mannequin's it, great. It's as good as a mannequin movie can okay. get. Mobsters. Mm, Remember when they tried to make Christian Slater a thing? Yeah. <laughs> My own private Idaho. That's in River Phoenix and uh, um, Keanu Reeves. Yep. My girl. Oh, yes. God. Oh. The, the Naked Gun two and a half. Love it. Love yeah. it. Necessary Roughness. Ooh, sounds like a porn. <laughs> New Jack City. No, no, no. New Jack City. The soundtrack was made. Ice-T. Yeah. Sounds yeah. like an but asshole wrestler. Wesley Snipes. No, it was a hardcore, like, gangster. He was trying to do the Boys in the Hood type thing, but yeah. in New York City. Nothing but trouble. Mm. Chevy Chase, Demi Moore, Dan Aykroyd, John Candy. Nothing but trouble is a crazy amalgamation of so much shit (laughs) because it's also got Dan Aykroyd in it, which we we talked about in the last episode. Dan Aykroyd has this weird fucking just prosthetic (laughs) nose. It looks like a jiggly uncircumcised (laughs) dick. (laughs) The whole movie. Meanwhile, John Candy is playing a girl and then he's also playing a boy and then he's also like there's these body suits where they look like like fat blimp ops that are just working <laughs> in like a working in like the back of like a a machine shop or something it's like the grossest weirdest fucking movie and meanwhile Chevy Chase is just there to get money so he can buy more blow nice Dude, this was the first cassette I ever owned. Is it really? Because I heard this song on the radio and I was like, Mom, I like this song. (laughs) CNC Music Factory, give me the tape. Oh, let's see. Let's go on to the next one. Uh, Other People's Money. Nope. Out for Justice. Steven Seagal. People Under the Stairs. Yes. Yes. Love that movie. Good movie. We just watched that fairly recently. A few months ago. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of a weirdly, like in retrospect, kind of feels like silly. It's a strange Wes Craven film because it's funny too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's got this weird zaniness to it. Point break. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. Prince of Tides. Um, Barbara Streisand, Nick Nolte. Yeah, it's thing drama. Ricochet. Never saw it. Denzel Washington, John Lithgow, Ice T. Admittedly, I'm not a good. Sounds good. Really? Yeah. I think he's amazing. I do too. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Oh yes. Oh yeah, that was a good one. I think that's on Netflix right now. Rocketeer. Yes. Oh, I fucking love this. This is probably my favorite of all the movies you've mentioned. Scanners to the New Order. Uh, Ignored it. Showdown in Little Tokyo. Dolph Lundgren and Brandon Lee. Oh. 
building up to the crow. Mm-hmm. Uh, Silence of the Lambs. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, arguably the best movie of yeah, the year. Easily. Slacker. Sleeping with the Enemy. Um, Soap Dish. Um, that has a lot of. What has Michael? Let's see. Has Sally Field, Kevin Klein, Robert oh, Downey Jr., Elizabeth Chu, and Whoopi Goldberg. Great movie. Nice. It's actually really yes. funny. I'm a huge Robert Downey Jr. fan. And admittedly, I went back and watched all of the early movies recently. Strictly Business. Mm-mm. Suburban Commando. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe Is that Hulk Hogan? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Super. Joe Pesci. That was good. I liked it. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze. Yes. yes. Oh, great film. Secret of the Thrust Goo. <laughs> <laughs> Small, small factoid about that film. Uh, Kevin Nash, the professional wrestler, is in that movie playing a super shredder at the end. Nice. Terminator 2 Judgment Day. God damn it. Yeah. I keep saying this is the best movie of the year. Now I'm going to have to retract <laughs> all previous statements because this is the best Let's movie. Let's just agree year. 91 is probably one of the greatest years ever for entertainment. Thelma and Louise. Yeah. No, this is the big movie. <laughs> True Colors. Truth or Dare. V.I. Warshawski. I'm what? With Kathleen Turner. I am Kathleen Turner. Early <laughs> early Kathleen Turner is very pretty. And what about Bob? Oh, that's Solid such comedy. a good one. You want to talk about fucked up? I was watching. My friend had uh, Terminator 2 and what about Bob on the same VHS. And we're watching it late at night. And I fall asleep halfway through Terminator 2. <laughs> and I wake up to what about Bob? And I'm trying to piece the fucking movie together. <laughs> Where's the Terminator? Actually, I think it was What About Bob first. So all of a sudden, like, there's this melty steel guy. I'm going, what the fuck happened to Bob? I think I'm. Am I the only person? I don't even know what that movie is. What About Bob is really good. It's a. It's it's funny. It's a comedy with Bill Murray and Richard Dreyfuss. I think it's Bill Murray really starting to find his character. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Bill Murray sold me already. Debuts. Tom Arnold in Freddy's Dead: The Final Nightmare. Oh, that's true. Hi, him, and, him and Roseanne are in there. Halle Berry and Jungle Fever. Oh, mm. Steve Carell and Curly Sue. Really? What? James Jesus Christ Caviezel, my own private Idaho. Ice Cube and Boys in the Hood. Leonardo DiCaprio and Critters Three. Oh, <laughs> wait, whoa, whoa! I thought his first oh, movie Leo. was. I thought his first movie was What's Eating Gilbert Grape. No. Nope. Brendan Fraser in Dogfight. Oh, God, Brendan Fraser. Janine Garofalo in Late for Dinner. Oh, God, if that doesn't say 90s. Paul Giamatti in Past Midnight. Jake Gyllenhaal in City Slickers. He had to have been a little pup in that, mm-hmm. then. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh. Triple bogey on a pair on a par five hole. Great. My favorite is when, um, I think it was one of the Venus, I think it was Venus Williams was asked, um, one of her favorite actors, and she goes, Philip Seaman Hoffmore. <laughs> uh, Queen Latifah in Jungle Fever. Dennis Leary in Strictly Business. Heath Ledger in Clowning Around. Go figure he'd die. Oof, like his last clown. movie being a clown. <laughs> a twist. Tia Leone in Switch. She's a babe. She is. Leslie Mann in Virgin High. Gwyneth Paltrow in Shout. Oh, God. Wow. David hurts so much. David get a toilet flush on that one. David Schwimmer, Flight of the Intruder. Tupac Shakur, Nothing But Trouble, and Reese with her spoon. That's true. Nothing But Trouble does have (laughs) Tupac. The Man in the Moon. 
Television, January 5th, the first television sets with built-in closed captioning are introduced to the United States. Yeah. Finally, deaf people can watch TV. Uh, Jan- let's see. Uh, February 9th, Tim Meadows and Adam Sandler join the cast of Saturday Night Live. Wow. March 3rd, uh, America sees uh, Rodney King get the shit kicked out of him. Oh, wow. April 1st, CBS begins broadcasting a late-night crime investigation program block called Primetime, Crime Time After Primetime. Mm-hmm. Ever. May 3rd, the final episode of Dallas is broadcast. And after being diagnosed with inoperable pancreatic cancer, Michael Landon appears on The Tonight Show. Oh. My mom had such a crush on him. He's a good-looking dude. He was. Hey, August 11th, Nickelodeon introduces its series of Nicktoons with Doug Rugrats and Ren and Stimpy. Oh. oh the best. Yes. Nicktoons. August 13th, the time slot for Full House is moved from Friday's TGIF lineup to Tuesday nights. Do you guys remember Stick Stickly? Oh, yeah. <laughs> also, Stick <laughs> Stickly. Everyone had that address memorized. <laughs> e! News debuts. Oh, of course. September 29th, Smells Like Teen Spirit video debuts. October 13th, Jennifer Lopez joins the cast of The Fly Girls on the sketch comedy series Living Color. Other cast additions include Jamie Foxx and Sean Wayans. November 7th, in a television press conference, NBA superstar Magic Johnson announced that he is HIV positive and that he's retiring from basketball. And Britney first, and Britney... I'm sorry, on December 1st, Britney Spears She appears on the program Star Search. Oh, wow. 91. Yeah. She would have been how old at that point? Like, She's probably nine. Eight, nine, yeah. yeah. Uh, inter- you want inter- inventions? Yes. yes. The internet is made available <laughs> to unstricted commercial use, and the number of computers on the net reaches one million. Wow. Uh, Linus... Torvalds releases Linux. Wow. The American Galileo spacecraft makes its closest closest approach to 951 Graspel, becoming the first probe to visit an asteroid. Unless you count my doctor. November, Microsoft <laughs> releases MS-DOS 5.0, and Tim Burns-Lee introduces the web browser. Also, the airbag is invented. Jesus. That's really? Yes. Thank wow. God for this show. I'm no learning kidding. so many facts. Really changed some lives. Ah, yes. Sports fans. Super Bowl XXV. New York Giants 120-19 over the Buffalo Bills. May 1st. Nolan Ryan pitches his seventh career no-hitter with a 3 to nothing victory over the Toronto Blue Jays. Why are you looking at me funny, April? Nolan Ryland. I was just going to say, <laughs> don't we have a soundboard we clip do. of Nolan Ryland? World Series, the Minnesota Twins win four games to three over the Atlanta Braves. The series MVP is Jack Morris. And June 12th, NBA Finals, Chicago Bulls win four games to one over the Los Angeles Lakers to earn the franchise first championship. Starting a run of six titles in eight seasons. Because Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan is a god. He is. And a psychopath. Just saying. Here's some sting for you. And that's been your French capsule. Thank you. Okay, that sucks. It's kind of sad there was no grunge music in there. It's okay. That was my 90s. Well, I'm just hitting random on a 1991 playlist. I'm not like I farm the thing myself if i had time i would but mm, I, can't. I bet you would make a much better playlist yes I would. my I would 1991 so. was all like little mermaid songs and beauty and the beast i don't blame you because i was three Understood. and that was my life 
can you imagine if all of a sudden we transformed into who we were in 1991 <laughs> sitting at this table oh, right boy. now? I'd be How a, old were you? A then? nervous freshman in high school. In a brand new high school. I'd be a 10-year-old with a Nerf gun. I'd be a six-year-old finding my penis. I don't know. <laughs> she'd, be a, she'd be a three-year-old I'd, going, I want to be where the people yep. are. I don't know. I messed that song up, didn't I? I want to be where the, no, that's right. the people are. Yeah, you're right. Oh, oh man. Rad dad. Except for now I'm 30 and I just want to be where the people aren't. <laughs> nope. <laughs> That 27 years really makes a big difference in your life perspective. That's right. (laughs) Oh, let's get mopey. All right. So we got a little bit before we can take a break. We got a lot of bit, actually. So I'm going to try to go through this information. But I want people to hear it because if you're tuning in, you're tuning in to hear what we have to say. So there's a great... Anytime you ever want to look for a serial killer or any sort of true crime incident, you go to the Murderpedia at murderpedia.org. There's a great list. Jeffrey Lionel Dahmer was born. Dancing on the ceiling. May 21st, 1960, Mm, which means that today he would be 59. Is it May yet? No, so it'd be, 58. Yeah, it'd be 58. Jeffrey. Jeffrey. <laughs> Nolan Ryland's cousin. <laughs> Jeffrey. Dahmer. Hey, man. So anyway, Nolan Ryland. Jeffrey Lionel Dahmer was born at Evangelical Deaconess Hospital in Milwaukee. According to Jeffrey's fi- father, Lionel, his mother suffered bouts of partial paralysis during the pregnancy doctors wow. were unable to find any reason for the paralysis she was given injections of barbiturates and morphine which would finally relax her later she was given phenobarbital phenol, phenobarbital as well so paralysis. hey I took my time with that one 1962 the Dahmers moved to Ames Iowa so Jeffrey's father could work on his PhD in chemistry wow now I think that plays a pretty big part into Jeffrey's life because eventually at one point when he was four he saw his father like sweeping up like tiny little bones and he was like hmm picking them up and like curiously looking them over and Lionel his dad actually wrote a book later on called a father's story based on this whole thing. And I have to admit to myself, both these parents and I, I'm, I want to explain this right off the bat because Jeffrey in, in interviews, one of them that I was watching or listening to on the way here, he was talking about, don't blame anyone blame who you're sitting across from for the crimes that I've committed. And I think, unfortunately, he's wrong in this aspect. I think his parents did play a a role in shaping who he was to become. Really? I always kind of had the impression they were good parents. Not necessarily. They were these type of parents. Say Jeffrey or say yourself, an instance, comes home from school. Okay. You've got that glued on macaroni wreath art you know Mm -hmm. piece Mm -hmm. 
It's you me walk in and, a kitty. and you walk in and you're like, mom, mom, look what I did. I made art today. It's, it's a, it's our trip to the Disney world. And the mom looks at it and goes, that's great. And doesn't really react to it. Mm-hmm. And then later on, she's thinking in her, probably thinking more in her head, like, yeah, I made art too in 10th grade with my boyfriend at the time. <laughs> and it was great. Not like your father, who's a piece of shit. You know, that kind of shit, that kind of like self, they're more focused on their selves than they are. And mm-hmm. I mentioned the barbiturates that she was already taking while he was in the process of coming into this world. I think mm-hmm. she, these are the type of people who selfish. It's all about keeping up with the Joneses, mm-hmm. looking like you're this person or what, what did April call it? The mom hate the um, mom, mom shaming. Yeah, mom, mom shaming. shaming. Mom shaming. It's that kind of world where you're 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 more focused on image than you are. Right. She was the kind of person who had a, a kid because that's what she was supposed to do, and not because she actually wanted a kid. Exactly. Should have been a Facebook especially, mom. Can, especially, oh, totally. Especially can, in the '60s. I can tell you, there's a lot of pressure. Kids. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, oh boy. I I wish there. There's a lot of shame that comes with it. Oh yeah. I believe it. I didn't know that until I, I actually read an article about people. They, who have to, <laughs> unfortunately, there's yeah. shame both ways. Either you have a kid or you don't have a kid. There's 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 shaming, and it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. How about we all make our own decisions if we want to have children or not, and Thumbs not up. base that on mm-hmm. because you have to have a family where you're married to a, a man and a woman to have two and a half kids. Oh, you just don't want responsibility, really, because yeah. you got a mortgage and a car payment. <laughs> I feel like that's responsible. Right? I'm alive, so I'm responsible for myself. I don't know, Mom, but it, uh, according to Conspiracy Theory Podcast, I heard that stress is the biggest uh, heart <laughs> disease that you can inflict on yourself. I'm fucked. <laughs> that's why I buy it. Buy stress brand butter. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into those Midwest yeah. accents here soon. So, 1964, Jeffrey was diagnosed with a double hernia in his scrotum. Oh, oh, whoa, oh, that's nuts. Surgery corrected it. Extreme pain suffered. <laughs> extreme pain was suffered by the child before, both before and after the surgery could conceivably have influenced later feelings of sexual inadequacy or insecurity. <sighs> Lionel claimed that it was from this time on that Jeffrey began to become more and more withdrawn. November of 66, the Dahmers moved to Doylestown, Ohio. Now, a lot of people just. Uh, kind of figure him in as like, oh, he, he grew up in Milwaukee or whatever, but he, he actually kind of moved around the Midwest a little oh, bit. A, that's the most Midwestern place you can live. Milwaukee. Over here we have corn. And over there is corn. And over there is butter. And behind you, corn. <laughs> there were several other moves over the next year as they searched for just the right place to bring up Jeffrey and his brother David, who was born on December 8th. He hmm. does have a brother who that's got to suck is disa- yeah, right. He's literally disappeared from the I was supposed to say I would legally change my name and I get it. So the pregnancy was difficult for Miss Dahmer as her first at this at this time. A teacher Jeffrey was in first grade noticed that Jeffrey seemed to feel neglected. This is, of course, a normal reaction to someone Used to being an only child whose family suddenly expands, most get over it fairly quickly. Jeffrey's father describes him as being extraordinarily shy and withdrawn during this period. In 68, the family moved to Bath, Ohio. Jeff, Jeffrey's father 
has reported that Jeffrey was sexually abused by a neighbor boy at the time. Jeffrey himself claimed to remember no such thing. Hmm. Molestation can be a factor, though, in gender confusion and hostility. Late in the 70s, Jeffrey's mother was hospitalized twice for psychiatric problems. According Mm. to Lionel, she had been taking drugs to deal with her extreme nervousness for years. Not those drugs, but I'm all with you if you have to, or if you need it, or if, if you're into it. But they didn't work well for uh, Miss Dahmer. She was she was not a stabilizing influence in Jeffrey's life, which sucks. You know, you need you need a parent that's grounded. Mm-hmm. I ha- I myself have an amazing stepdad who's always been a super grounded individual, uh, just like always a good listening ear. And I think a lot of times it doesn't matter what you do, even if it's just in a relationship, be a good listening ear for your kids. Mm-hmm. Or- What'd you say? Sorry. <laughs> Do you need me to restart? No. Just anyway. Welcome to the Conspiracy Therapy Podcast. I want to mention something. In high school, Jeffrey developed a pretty solid alcohol problem. Uh, don't we all? 14, 15. <laughs> he started wearing an army fatigue jacket, carrying around a flask of scotch. And even one kid remembered and one of the articles I was reading was talking about how she noticed that he was literally sitting there and she could just smell it coming Oof. off his breath. Oof. And he was just like like literally in a fog of like drunken haze, just kind of sitting there like there's <laughs> there's nothing worse than the day after you spend a lot of time drinking and you wake up laying in bed and you can smell booze like seeping out of your pores. Yeah. You get used to it. <laughs> like like it like if a fly landed on you and took a sip off your sweat yep. it would just be like, boo, fuck my life. My <laughs> wings don't work. Anyway, he uh I want to mention uh there was a the movie that just came out relatively recently called my friend Dahmer. And also the, it was based on a graphic novel. I apologize, but I, I, it hits on that period in high school very well. And, and I really stepped on Josh's pop culture there, but I just watched it in the last (laughs) six months. It was something that I really appreciated. And if you really want a good insight, that's something for you to go with. And the, and the comics been out for a long time, actually. Anyway, Super Dahmer. Jeffrey graduated from high school in 1978. Oh, wow. By this point, he was living alone because his parents had divorced. <laughs> and we're going through an extremely shitty divorce, too. Like, actually, I think him and David fun. witnessed that, which is just like, oh, this is not fun at all. <laughs> no, that is one thing I'm thankful for my parents. It my- was kind of like the next day, it's like, dad's moving out. And that was it. That was like all I knew. Yeah. As a kid, it was about the same for me. Although I did, I mean, look, shit. I saw some shit too. Yeah, but I know. I, that's, it, this is but not that wasn't. Podcast. Yeah, it wasn't on. It wasn't like it was presented to me on purpose. I right, of course. Anyway, so uh, because Jeffrey was at eighteen and was legally adult, the law did not allow for anyone to have custody of him. Therefore, no one took custody. Instability and the lack that of emotional is support. Fucked. No kidding. Yeah, you want him? Mm-mm, you no. I'm too concerned. That's got to feel good. Nah, I'm too concerned with myself. I've, I I heard about this spa that's opening Lord. up. Where would I store my extra ranch if I take in a kid? <laughs> <laughs> 
that's the that extra bedrooms or ranch storage area. <laughs> so, <laughs> so on June eighteenth, nineteen seventy eight, Dahmer goes Dahmer because as a kid, already yeah wow. oh yeah. See, here's the thing: he had had fantasies for a long time. I would be remiss if I didn't mention the jogger. Wasn't he a, a, a animal killer as a kid as well? Oh yeah. Okay. No. Well, he his dad. He asked him actually while they were sitting down for like a chicken dinner one night, mm-hmm. having like the fried mm-hmm. chicken. Dad, I eat this myself. No, he had the the bones were sitting there, and he was like, "Now, what would it take to dissolve these bones, Dad?" And he, it, but this is the thing: his dad's a, a chemist. chemist, so it seems like a normal question. So he's mm-hmm. like, ah, "Chip off the old block, there, eh? <laughs> you know, your son, we got stuff to duck about." Yeah, that's right. Besides come, ranch, come on, let me <laughs> let me show you the periodic table, and then we'll maybe we'll have some sarsaparillas and some ice cream floats. <laughs> you know, like it, it's it's a it comes across as a bonding moment mm-hmm. when you have something mm-hmm. like that, but it ends up, you know, in hindsight, like you said in his book, like I said, a father's story. He saw all these little moments as like tells that he, he just missed. saw as. I mean, you don't like, think your kid's gonna grow up to be a serial killer, right? Mm-hmm. Well, even if my one of my one of my daughters like literally picked up a uh, a bone, like if we were at a farm or something, I wouldn't be like, "Oh, she's gonna have you know, she's gonna need to cut off men's penises and turn them into like doorknobs." Or that just makes straws. me think. It just makes me think of squeezers. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a deep cut too. <laughs> That's a Cora story. Oh, squeezers. Anyway, these are my squeezers. So anyway, there's a lot you can delve into. Unfortunately, we're not going to do multiple parts, so look, we're going to continue on here. So Jeffrey, first victim, Stephen Hicks. This dude was hitchhiking, and he had a uh, country a fantasy actually to get a jogger that was going by this house. Cause they were very recluse kind of in where they lived. I wouldn't say recluse in the neighborhood or, or in the city that he lived in, but it was like a, it was almost like a house on a hill kind of tucked away. Mm-hmm. So this road was one of those like kind of almost like a country road. And this guy would go by and he would hide. He had planned to hide in the bushes and attack him. But eventually the day that he actually went out there to do that, dude did not show up. Oh, wow. Which is like a sweet thing of luck. And now that guy's probably like a grandpa somewhere and has no idea that that even that he would have been a victim. But anyway, so Stephen Hicks, he had built this up, built this up for a while. He had this fantasy about capturing a, a hitch, a hitchhiker. So um, he picks up 19 year old Stephen Hicks. They went back to the house for a few beers. When Hicks tried to leave, Dahmer clubbed him with a barbell. Damn. Oh, shit. That is a... Yeah. <laughs> that time's like like a metallic... like. I'm, I know, but I get you. Get a Thank gong you. sound. <laughs> and strangled him with it. Jesus. Over the next couple of weeks, he methodically stripped the flesh from the bones, smashed the bones, and disposed of the few remains in the backyard. Dahmer said he killed Hicks because he didn't want him to leave. At least one survivor of Dahmer's attack reported that after he had been at Dahmer's apartment for a while, voluntarily, I might add, he mentioned that he wanted to leave and Jeffrey's attitude changed. His voice became panicky, and that's when the attack began. Damn. So it's like, if you're cool, 
Hey, man, let's have some grilled cheese sandwiches. You cool, we cool. Make some ecto coolers. Get some brewskis. Watch some uh, stick side stick- of fingers. Watch some stick stickly. Little, little Nicktoons. I'm down. I'll stick around. Uh, so his voice did, like I said, became panicky. However, Donner's, Dahmer's fascination with death and the dead was already pronounced. By the time he picked up Stephen Hicks, friends said he liked to pick up roadkill and take it to a shed behind his house to skin the bodies. He also had a small animal cemetery. There were rumors that he killed neighborhood dogs and cats and even mounted a dog's head on a stake. Not like a delicious steak, but like a steak. This bizarre behavior must have influenced Jeffrey's decision to kill Hicks. After all, if he just wanted to keep Hicks from leaving, he could have tied him up. Corpses are poor company, generally. Another explanation for the killer's panicky tone, when the prospective victim wanted to leave, could simply be the stress of realizing that if he was going to kill the target, he better do it soon. Right. Dahmer did indicate that he never liked killing much. In fact, Dahmer didn't like to kill. Let me just say that verbatim. He didn't. Hmm. He wanted, he was a product killer, not a process killer. Hmm. He wanted the nice, hairless chess. He wanted the, no, don't even throw your chest out there, Larry. <laughs> I would have survived. Yeah, you would have definitely <laughs> survived. <laughs> we could have hung out with Dahmer. Really picked his brain a little bit instead of him picking ours. So after his high school graduation, Dahmer enrolled in Ohio State University. He only stayed at OSU one semester before dropping out, which I I did the same thing, brother. Not OSU, but GRCC. Ooh, dropping out. Community college dropout. I literally, yeah. I literally, the guy goes, you have... No, Mr. Harry, you have to come to this class. I'm trying to figure out what Hank's on that. $1,500. It was kind of a bunch. You have to come to this. <laughs> Mr. Harry, you have to come to this class. $1,500. Degas. Degas. Excuse me, Mr. I don't know where you're from. I have to leave now. <laughs> but it was an expensive-ass guitar. I could not afford it. All right, continuing on, because why the fuck not? <laughs> so send your uh, complaints <laughs> to conspiracy therapy show at gmail.com. I will delete them immediately. <laughs> so, in December 24th, Christmas Eve of 1978, Aww, Lionel, who left his wife, remarried. Aw, on Christmas Eve? To a woman named Sherry. True who story. gets married on Christmas Eve? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe it just fell on a good weekend so people could actually get the time off yeah. and have brunch. Well, at least I'll be able to remember the date. <laughs> December 29, 1978, Jeffrey was sworn into the army. True story. Wow. Mm-hmm. After failing to become an MP, which was what yours truly, your host with the most, was. <laughs> that was my liver in the Navy. Yeah. Uh, I'm so- your liver now. <laughs> That's the one I meant. I'm working on it. <laughs> he was trained as a medic because he couldn't be good, become a military military police officer and assigned to Baumholder, Germany. Baumholder? Baumholder. That's where you hold your bum. 
This was far from a plum assignment. It was a very few years after the humiliation of Vietnam when morale and discipline in the armed forces were poor and drug and alcohol abuse widespread. And the army Dahmer no longer stood out as a clown and prankster. He was noticed, however, for not only for being not only a heavy drinker, but as an unpleasant, violent drunk. I hate those. What kind of drunk are you guys? I don't know. You tell me. I'm a pretty chill drunk. Yeah, I would say that. Yeah, I mean, we've all. Brian's the sleepy drunk. I am very sleepy mm, when I. But y- I yes, but I mean, before that, he's the I love you drunk. Yep. Oh, definitely. Josh is the super deep. I know. Don't turn, don't, like, don't turn placebo. Phyllis. Don't turn placebo on because yep. I'm going to sleep. You're crying. Yeah. And April's <laughs> got to listen to it. No, no, no. That's if I go like there's drunk and then there's like, super drunk. Super drunk me gets all mopey and but super drunk. Regular- Josh. Peaks at placebo and then turns into a giant so, asshole. No, April told me I was. No, when he gets really, really drunk, he's super philosophical. So anyway, Whoa. after yeah. his, by the way, after his arrest in '91, Milwaukee, it became known around the world. Authorities in Germany looked to see if they could connect Dahmer to murders. Oh yeah, right. But, but Dahmer was always a hundred percent honest, and I'll say this early because. After he became murderer, after he became medicated, he spilled the beans as soon as soon as they caught him. Mm-hmm. Like even the guy that was this is what's crazy. The guy that arrested him was literally listening to him talk about stuff. They'd already found a head in a fridge. <laughs> That's and, damning evidence. And mm-hmm. and he's sitting there just like, and then. I saw the jogger and I knew like he's like going through like the Schindler's wow. List Oscar winning movie version of like breaking down all his crimes and why he's the way he is. And this guy didn't even take notes at that point. Like literally. And by the way, it was 160 pages when they did finally finish Holy his confession. Wow. Okay. Continuing on. Wow. Cause this story just gets greater and greater as it goes on. Wow. 81. March 26, Dahmer was discharged from the army before his enlistment was up because his drinking had reached the point where he simply didn't function anymore. <laughs> Back in the U.S., he went to Florida where he slept on the beach because for a while they gave him a free ticket and said, hey, where do you want to go? And he was like, Miami. And he like literally yeah. went to Miami. Hell yeah. Which for a gay guy, I'm sorry, all those like tight Spanish men buns running around. Mm-hmm. You could just be happier than a dog and shit or a pig and shit, basically. Not dog and shit, too. Fuck it. Pretty much. You could just run around. Nice to it. You could just run around and be a gay blonde dude. But somehow he kind of lost all his cash. And in October of uh, same same year, October 7th, 1981, Dahmer was arrested for disorderly conduct and resisting arrest and paid a small fine. He was drunk. (laughs) August 7th, 1982. Three days after, or four days after my birth, Dahmer was arrested again for disorderly conduct. He dropped his pants in public. I've done that. Which he did that in front of a bunch of kids. Oh, that that. you don't do. (laughs) He just started whacking it, which is, you know, it's all about the fucking being gross when you're that kind of depraved. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He was just like, Oh, I got this big can of Molson's here. I just want to shove it right in my bum bum. I'm just going to start playing with my noodle in front of these kids because uh, 
I can't act out my violence, even though he had the one kill. Mm-hmm. He does have the biggest cooldown period of probably anybody I've ever heard of, mm-hmm. which is the the between kills time. Mm-hmm. So Dahmer was living with his grandmother in the time, in part because yeah. she seemed to be the only person he responded to without the only person he responded to with anything like affection. He did love his grandmother. Aww. September 8th, 1986, Jeffrey was arrested when he deliberately exposed himself while urinating in front of a group of children in Milwaukee. Another version of the story has it that he was masturbating. I would, you know, that's kind of the thing with that whole crime. Like, you whip it out and you take a whiz and, like, no matter what, it becomes like a, what is it? You become listed? Yeah, even a sexual offender. Before Don't pull out your ding-dong, then. Let me have a little side public announcement. Here. Oh, boy. Before you start judging people who are on a public sex offender list, look at what their crime is. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying these guys need to be treated fairly, because I'm telling you what, pedophiles deserve the hottest seat in hell. But, you know, don't, don't, don't judge be- be- before you know what the... <laughs> Okay, I'm just saying Damn, pedophiles. I'm just saying pedophiles that, but guy peeing outside because he's drunk and just can't find his way back. He probably needs rehab and uh, needs to reevaluate his life. And, okay, Larry, help me out with that one. Continuing on, <laughs> just, just saying. Now, during this time, Dahmer was a frequent visitor to gay bars and bathhouses. And bathhouses is where he initially started in fact he got fuck it started getting kicked out because uh he eventually got kicked out because he would ask them to come back to his home with him and he would he would drug them or he would drug them at the bathhouse oh wow he was barred from one bathhouse because of allegations that at least four separate occasions he took someone to a private booth and drugged them no charges were filed though one of the victims was hospitalized Damn. Jeez. September 15th, 1987, the murder of Stephen Tuomi. This is our second murder. He was age 24. Dahmer claimed he woke up in a hotel room because he didn't want to take him back to Grandma's house. That's kind of a dick. Who is your friend? Deflator. (laughs) Deflates the dick. You want that dick hard at attention? (laughs) Didn't work. Thank you, slide whistle. Isolate that. Now. He woke up in the hotel room and found his victim, Stephen, dead with no memory of doing anything to him. He bought a big suitcase. <laughs> this is <fun. laughs> like some Looney Tunes shit. He literally buys a big suitcase, transports the heavy body back, which, by the way, the taxi cab driver, he, this blonde, like skinny white dude walks out with a suitcase like this. He's just like, Ooh, like dragging it out. Uh, I called for a taxi. I did there. Uh, I got to go back to my, uh, he didn't say, probably didn't say mm-hmm. going back to his grandma's house. Taxi cab driver helped him load that suitcase into this trunk. Oh, God. And he literally said, oh, God, what do you got in there? A body? <laughs> is that where you? Such a Midwest thing. Oh, Jesus. Oh, is that a case of ranch in there? What's going on there? <laughs> yeah, I sure do. <laughs> <laughs> laughs an uncomfortably yeah. long time <laughs> meanwhile the taxi driver's already in the car seat like honking just, the horn yep. like come hey, on let's go, let's go let's go you're, you're still, still standing off the side 
just out there still laughing. Come on, I got places to go, brother. Anyway. All right. So that's our second victim. Nine years passed between the first and second, by the way. In a sense, the time was so long that the second murder could be treated mentally as a first murder. According to like Mm -hmm. serial killer. That's the first person's family. No, don't ask them that because they'll probably smack you in the face. That is the first. (laughs) He spent years working up to it, learning how to approach other men, how to drug them, how much to drug them. He also at one point did try to stifle this because at one point he did buy a mannequin. Okay. But his grandma literally made him throw it away. Grandma. Oh, grandma, come on. What is is medic can do in here, Jeffrey? (sighs) That was his love puppet. Why is it all jizz stained? Can you just imagine all the stab marks in that thing? Or just like the circles around the genitalia (laughs) where it says like, eat here. Anyway, here. 88. So this is a big year for Jeffrey. January of 1988, James Doxeter, 14, mm. ugh, killed. Dahmer offered him money to pose nude for photos, took him back to his grandmother's house, which is such a, I guess it's got to be 14, because then you'd be like, my grandma said we can, uh, we can hang out in her basement. Would mm-hmm. you like, a, would your friend like a hard candy? <laughs> I have some Werther's yeah, 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 some, some oh. tapioca pudding and some soft batch cookies. <laughs> Grandma, get out of here. Maybe once you know when push up. Grandma, we're going to watch The Exorcist. Go to bed. Oh, I want to push up. Who are you? <laughs> I was the kid. 14? <laughs> Sounds like he's three. <laughs> he's Michael Jackson. No offense oh. to the victims. They. Hey. Recipe. I'll take that soft batch cookie. <laughs> <laughs> was that Yell Fudge's? Grandson? Yes. <laughs> so anyway, James Doxeter, 14, killed Dahmer by... Uh, oh, we killed, killed by Dahmer. No, he didn't. He was killed by Dahmer, offered the him end. money to pose nude for... Yeah, it was only three. Killed uh, by Dahmer, offered him money to pose nude for photos, took him back to his grandmother's house. After sex, Dahmer drugged and strangled him, which is kind of his thing. Yeah. He doesn't like killing with their eyes open. In fact, he lets one of them go because... He escapes. Eyes flutter open or oh, he escapes. Yeah. And he gets out of like having to be drugged and Jeffrey couldn't do it. The sex was that good? No. Well, that's different. His sex was particular. <clears throat> he wanted like a bare bare chest, hairless chest, torso. He saw those He, he like boy certain- bands. He would have loved boy bands. If it, had he stayed alive into the nineties, he would have had a great time fapping. Or the early two thousand manscaping guys, mm-hmm. exactly. So, um, he used uh, acid and crushing force to destroy the remains. Anyway, so continuing on, Richard Guerrero, twenty five, was killed uh, March twenty fourth, nineteen eighty eight. Came back to Dahmer's grandmother's house for nude photos again after sex. Dahmer drugged and strangled him. September 25th, 1988, Dahmer moved into his own place. He was offered $50. He, or sorry, he offered $50 to a 13 year old to pose nude, gave him drugged coffee and fondled him, which actually it was, um, Bailey's and, uh, coffee. It was kind of a, (laughs) sounds like a grandma drink. Yeah, pretty much. 
think I've had that with breakfast with you, Larry. No, we did actually. <laughs> this boy escaped and Dahmer was arrested. From here on, the pace of the murders picked up significantly once he had his own place. Dahmer seems to have lost most of what little control he had. Because at this point, he's like, well, actually, during the trial, he said he fancied that he was the emperor from Return of the Jedi or Star Wars, the, the original trilogy. Like he loved, he even tried. Josh to, is now gnawing his tattoo off. <laughs> but I mean, which one? You guys ever heard of Star Wars fans gone evil? It happens. <laughs> the dark side. <laughs> well, oh, oh, your butthole I will penetrate <laughs> with oh. this knife. Go to the dark side, I will. <laughs> January 89, Jeffrey was convicted of second-degree sexual assault and enticing a child for immoral purposes. Sentence on May 23rd to five years and three years sentences to be served con- concurrently. Actually served 10 months, then began five years probation. Now, you would think under this probation, life would have sucked. But where he lived, plus his job at the Ambrosia Chocolate Factory, is the Ooh. night mixer working six nights a week, making $19 an hour. Jesus. And that's, but uh, that's for inflation. Okay. Still. So it still. Was nine, yeah. That's a good it, it goddamn nine, living. It was $9 of the time. And I'm saying $19 as of what I can calculate as of now, but he could have probably been more closer to 20 21 He's making mm-hmm. some good good bank. But six days a week. That's only, yeah. Mm. His only stipulation was to have Saturdays off. Yeah, that's Saturday boy. night fever. That's when the 14 year old boys go out. Oh, you got glitter on your face? <laughs> Do you have a hairless chest? <laughs> Do you have a hairless chest? Just saying. I uh, like when Tom you have Jones size, song. size six foot. <laughs> Now, isolate that. March 25th, Anthony Sears, 24, was last seen alive. Uh, was when he was last seen alive, was on March 25th. Dahmer met him at a club, took him back to his grandmother's house. After sex, he drugged Sears and murdered him. Sears painted skull, was recovered for Dahmer's apartment, and his arrest in 91. Okay, so May 29th, Ricky Beeks, 33, was last seen alive. Uh, on that 29th, Dahmer met him Robin at the, club, the grave at that point. Offered him money to pose for nude pictures. He drugged and strangled him and had sex with the body. The victim's painted skull was recovered from Dahmer's apartment. It was rest in 91. Edward Smith was found, or was last seen June of 90, 1990. He was 28, killed. Dahmer met him at a bar and offered him money for sex and pictures. After sex, Smith was drugged and strangled. Dahmer took some pictures during the process of dismembering the body. body. September 2nd, Ernest Miller, 24. He met Dahmer in front of a bookstore. Dahmer offered him money to come home with him. After sex, Dahmer drugged cut his throat. He took pictures of the body and dismembered it. He put his biceps in the freezer. He bleached the skeleton and painted the skull, which was in his apartment when he was arrested in 91. David C. Thomas, September 24th, when last seen alive, Dahmer met him on the street and offered him money to come home with him. Dahmer drugged Thomas and murdered him without sex, taking pictures as he dismembered the body. 91, March 7th, Curtis Strotter, 18, last seen alive. Dahmer picked him up at a bus stop, offering him money to come home with him. He drugged Strotter, strangled him after sex, taking pictures of his dismembered body, the skull unpainted, 
was recovered from Dahmer's apartment after his 91 arrest. This is at least the third sequence of events Dahmer experimented with. Earlier, it was with sex, drug, drugging, then murder. At least once he tried drugs, murder, sex. This is drugs, sex, and murder. Mm-hmm. He's now, definitely got a... Yeah, it seems like he definitely has a like a, a schedule he follows here. Mm-hmm. Hmm, he's like, got to listen. Step one, drug him. <laughs> okay, step two, sex him. Step one, we gonna have some fun. Yeah. Step two, I'm gonna turn your face into a fucking flesh goo. <laughs> yeah. Here comes my thrust goo. Thrust goo. <laughs> All right, so April 7th, Errol Lindsay, 19 when he died. Dahmer met him on the street and offered him money to come home with him. He drugged Lindsay, strangled him, and had sex with the body. The unpainted skull was recovered from Dahmer's apartment. May 17th, Dahmer met 14-year-old Conorak Synthsophone. (laughs) I'm sorry. Ah! I apologize. That is not a funny name at all. (laughs) I'm laughing at Larry laughing. (laughs) You did a laugh like I just busted another chair. (laughs) (laughs) Synthsophone is not a funny name. All right. He met him in front of a mall and offered him money to pose for nude pictures. After the pictures, he drugged Conorak, then went out for beer. The boy escaped naked into the street. Neighbors called police, but Dahmer convinced them that he and the boy were lovers who had merely had a little quarrel. Police apparently unconcerned that Synthsophone was still too drugged to confirm or deny the story. Returned him to Dahmer, which is so fucking sad. This is the kind of prick the kind of preconceived idea because these Milwaukee cops you are talking straight up Milwaukee. Oh, come on there. You're interrupting a ranch run. And and Jeffrey just looks at him and goes, he's been guzzling my dick all night. This is my boyfriend. He's 18 years old. And these guys are like, God, let's get the fuck out (laughs) of here. Gotta get back to our sour cream donuts. Yeah, but I'm just saying like, they're literally like, oh, it's just too many. Oh, it's two queers. (laughs) Yeah. It's a couple of queers with beers. We got to get out of here. Oh, did you that see rhymed. the new? Did you see the new Roseanne? New Roseanne. I don't even know if it's out right oh, now. Oh, that guy, the guy who plays the dads in King Ralph. That's great. <laughs> ah, you've been listening to conspiracy therapy. Oh, that's in the future. That's true. Anyway, so he, which sucks because the police apparently unconcerned that since the phone was still too drunk to confirm or deny the story, returned him to Dahmer. <laughs> Who, as soon as the police were gone, he strangled the dude. Oh, that's God. sad. Dama had sex. He was a kid. I've been waiting for that drop this whole episode. I've been waiting for a yay. Dahmer had sex with his body, took pictures. And- oh, God. <laughs> you sick bastard. This is the darkest podcast. Oh, in the planet. God. He took pictures and dismembered him. His skull was recovered from Dahmer's apartment. When the full details became known, mild disciplinary action was taken against the officers, by the way. But 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 I will say this. Those cops that came there and they did not mm-hmm. do a good job. They petitioned against it, got their jobs back and then got promoted. Of course. Say, think about being the parents in that case to find out that your your kid escaped. Just to be taken back by the police. Oh God! How, how are we doing on time right now? Fifty-two. Hour minutes. fifteen. Oh. Hour and fifteen. Yeah. 
All right. We're going to keep pushing on. Yep. So I bet we still end up like two hours. Tony Hughes, 31, last seen alive. Reportedly, Hughes and Dahmer had known each other for two years. By writing, Hughes was deaf and mute. Dahmer offered him $50 to come home with him and pose for nude pictures. Hughes was drugged and murdered without sex, which is kind of sad because he wasn't worth... See, the thing is... He wasn't worth $50. No, according to interviews, the only reason he would keep any of those body parts is because they were the beautiful ones. Mm -hmm. You weren't pretty enough. <laughs> Sorry, Tony. But here we go. RIP, sir. Matt Turner, 20, last seen alive in June of 30th. They met in Chicago. See, here's the thing Chicago, Chicago is a pretty quick stop from Milwaukee. It's like halfway between there, Grand Rapids, there, and that uh, Milwaukee. That's true. They met in Chicago with the Chicago bus beef sandwich there while you're there. They met in a, a mm. Chicago bus station after a gay pride parade. Dahmer, off, Dahmer offered him money to pose nude, drugged him, and strangled him with a strap. After cutting the body up, Dahmer put his head in the freezer and the rest in a barrel of acid he had obtained. July 6th of 91, Jeremiah Weinberger, 23, last seen alive. They met in Chicago at a gay bar where Dahmer offered him money to come back to Milwaukee. This murder is very unusual in that the victim was not murdered until the day after he came home with Dahmer. When he indicated that he wanted to leave, Dahmer drugged him, strangled him, and dismembered him, taking pictures of the process. Like the last victim, his head went into the freezer, his body into acid. Metal. Now, on July 15th, Jeffrey was fired from the Ambrosia Chocolate Company for bad attendance. (laughs) There were some days when he killed... There was one day where he killed one guy, and he was literally like, Ah, shit. I really didn't get a nut off in this guy's uh, rip gauge. I got to call in. I'm just saying he liked to see the organs fall out. Oh, he, he was a weird guy. He also he was a goofball. You guys want me to throw a little loophole in here? Because I got I got a few things. Why the and fuck not? We're going to take a break because we're overdue one. Jeffrey liked to make love zombies. What does that mean? He would take a victim, Mm -hmm. take a drill, drill Mm. into their head, and then pour in acid. Literally because he wanted them to stay and just be there with him and do it and be at his beck and call. True story. He did that to multiple victims. What was he hoping the acid would do? Well... According, like to, according to one of the victims, he literally woke up and said, my head hurts and like stood up and like tried to leave. And Jeffrey didn't want him to leave. But we'll get into a little bit more of those little factoids wow. after the break. But let's. The same day that Jeffrey was fired, Oliver Lacey was last seen alive. They met on the street and went back to Dahmer's apartment for body rubs. Lacey Ooh. was then, Lacey was drugged and strangled. Dahmer had sex with the body before dismembering it. He put his head in the refrigerator and the heart in the freezer to eat later. On July 16th, Joseph Braidhoft uh, last, was last seen alive. They met at a bus stop where Jeffrey offered... It seems like he's just going to bus stops. He's mm-hmm. going to like gay clubs. It was Club 219 was the name of Look. the club. People who are probably taking transportation need money. Yeah. 
Oh, you want to see my dingling for 50 bucks? Okay. After sex. Dom hey, my, I tell you what, my early 20s, I would have done it. Mm-hmm. I would have too. After sex, Dahmer drugged him and strangled him with a strap. He dismembered the body and, as before, put the head in the freezer and the body in the acid barrel. On July 22nd, 1991, shortly after midnight. Now, this is the clux. This is the guy, bef- the, the crux of this whole thing. Mm-hmm. This is the before we take a break. Tracy Edwards, 32, escaped from Dahmer with one hand and a handcuff and flagged down a police officer car. Whoa. He led the cops back to Dahmer's apartment. They found photos of dismembered victims. See, he had these photos in the bedroom. And here's the thing is they were looking for the key. Dahmer was like, uh, uh, I mean, I guess if he was. Usually I just cut the hands off and the cuffs just slip right off. It's so true. (laughs) You know, usually um, I'm in the middle of fucking them. And then I look over and I go, where'd I put the Soilex? Because that's what I use to dissolve the bodies and get the flesh off the bones. Just saying. Finger looking good. Anyway, one of the cops found the photos of the dismembered victims and body parts and was like, holy shit. These pictures are of the place that I'm standing in right now. And shortly, the site of Cruz. Oh, my God. Well, that's when they found the head in the fridge, too, which I mean. What do you do then? You're too those patro- cops have have to have these PTSD. Are patro- these are mm-hmm. patrol cops, right? They write yep. tickets. I mean, they're basically like doing like I, I'm imagining the guy looked in the fridge, saw the head, and jumped like Luigi in Mario Two, and did the fucking <laughs> legs kick. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> well, I'm telling you, you see like a, a bloody footprint. You're already in for like right. days of paperwork. Oh, it's a lot of paperwork cop. already. So anyway, oh fuck, there's a head. Uh, shortly, the site of crews and biohazard protection suits taking evidence out of Dahmer's apartment was televised all over the world. The suits were necessary because of the smell of decay. Oh! We're talking seventeen bodies here. I'm folks. a male prostitute, and I have um smelled some things. smelled some things. I've smelled yes when they've rolled out a body that has been there for a while, and uh. it hits you in the face. Now, caught red-handed with overwhelming physical evidence against him, it's not surprising that Jeffrey confessed his dry, unemotional descriptions of murdering a dozen and a half young men belied the reality of the brutality and sadism that was revealed in Tracy Edwards' testimony, who seems like kind of like a flip-floppy guy because he was on a lot of talk show circuits, mm. and they wanted to like one-up the story. That's Sally Jesse, dear? Well, you were on Donahue. We got we to gotta up this. That's a good pull, a Donahue yeah. pull. <laughs> <laughs> Sally Jesse needs the ratings, all right? So Edwards was drugged but did not lose consciousness. Ricky Lake, too. Oh, Ricky right. Lake. It was a little bit later, actually. This raises the possibility that the sedatives Dahmer gave victims were in, intended only to weaken them while leaving them aware of what was being done. Now, he had this knack, Ugh. and I'm going to say this before we take a break. He had this knack, even with his friends, with his victims later on in life, he would put his head on their chests, and he could listen to their heartbeats and tell when they were going to snap out of their sedatives, and that's when he would start to choke them. And his friends in school would later described that he would do the same thing to them. He would listen to the heartbeat. Let's take a break. We come back. Jeffrey's trial and death. Where everything went wrong. 
Did you ever tell yourself, I have to stop this? I must stop doing this? Yes. When it was going on? After, after the second time, it, it seemed like the compulsion to do it was too strong, and I, I didn't even try to stop it after that. But uh, after, before the second time, things had been building up gradually, uh, going to bookstores, going to uh, the bars, the gay bars, uh, bath clubs. When that, did, when that wasn't enough, uh, buying sleeping pills and, and using it on uh, various guys in the bath clubs, it just escalated slowly but surely. And uh, after the second time, which was uh, not planned, uh, it was out of control. Felt like it was out of control. Were you relieved to be arrested? Part of me, part of me was, and part of me wasn't. Explain. Uh, par I don't know. It's it's like uh, I don't believe I have a split personality, but you you know the feeling where oh, you're you're sort of glad about something, but on the other hand, you're not. That's that's how it was. I was. It was a relief not to have to uh, keep such a gigantic secret that I had kept for so many years. mention it in the last segment Dahmer definitely survived this last month that he led up to him being caught after his fire from the Ambrosia Chocolate Factory surviving solely on the meat of his victims mm. he was a cannibal or delved into that he also wanted to build an altar which I didn't yeah. quite mention complete with dicks uh, of course. Heads, body parts. He didn't get the chance to get the black recliner that he wanted so he could sit in front of it and just like. Of course, you gotta get a lazy boy. Right. Get a little wax in the carrot going on in front of that thing. It was funny because in an interview, he was talking about like, I, I could. Uh, well, yeah, I could sit there and I could stare at it and, and I could uh, appreciate the, the drive and the passion that drove me. But I'm like, no, you're just going to be flogging the bishop there, mm -hmm. sir. That's that's all of his platinum trophies. <laughs> Pretty much. Josh, do you ever sit in front of your PlayStation 4 and just beat your meat? Yes. <laughs> so, as I mentioned in the last segment, Tracy Edwards was his last victim. 
Edwards was drugged but did not lose consciousness. This raises the possibility that the sedatives Dahmer gave victims were intended only to weaken them while mm. leaving them aware of what was being done to them. Dahmer had certainly had enough practice by then to have a good idea what dose would knock them out. Dahmer ha- may have enjoyed taunting the victims about the fate and killing them slowly That's much more than fucked. later on. Dahmer also claimed that he needed to drink heavily in order to be able to face killing people, but we know that he was a hardcore alcoholic for much of his life. For him, making excuses for drinking was normal and cannot necessarily be regarded as honest. 92. So in 92, January 14th, Dahmer entered a plea of guilty but insane in 15 of the 17 murders he claimed to have committed. By February... 15 by 10 to 2 majority vote a jury found Dahmer to be sane in each murder testimony from defense and prosecution experts took weeks as he was extremely as he, I mean he, it was gruesome yeah I mean he cut people up he ate them he left them in the shower there were decomposing bodies everywhere he had a, he had a barrel full of body parts dicks I mean oh, it's like a barrel of monkeys they look in the fridge and there's a head. Ooh, look at that pants. Mm. And that's just, I mean, it's just out there. It, it, this wasn't hidden. This wasn't like Gacy. Where oh, he, grab yourself a dick out of the crisper there. <laughs> it's a fresh one. <laughs> no, 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 no. Reach to the back. Oh, this one's got some brown spots. Oh, the, the, that one's bad. You make you make some dick bread out of that. The one I put foundation on, so it looks like a white dick, but it's actually a black dick because white dicks don't get that big. Light meat or dark meat. Look back in the, you know, go back by the frozen popsicles. That's where you'll get the good dick. Those are actually fingers. Dicksicles. Dicksicles. So one expert testified that Dahmer periodically removed body parts of his, his victims from the freezer and ate them. Another testified that that was a lie Dahmer told to make himself seem insane. The jury deliberated slightly more than 10 hours. On February 17th, Dahmer was sentenced to 15 consecutive life terms. At the sentencing, Dahmer read a, a prepared statement. What you prepared? One cup dick. <laughs> Two cups chicken broth. <laughs> Paprika. You need Dijon on that. Dijon. It'll give it a good, a uh, good ranch dipping sauce. Indeed. He said, quote, I knew I was sick or evil or both. Now I believe I was sick. The doctors have told me about my sickness, and now I have some peace. I know now much oh, how good. much harm I have caused. I tried to do the best I could after the rest to make amends. I now know I will be in prison the rest of my life. I know that I will have to turn to God to help me get through each day. I should have stayed with God. Dear tried- God, please let me not eat dicks. I tried and failed. And created a holocaust. Thank God there will be no more harm that I can do. I believe that the only, I believe that only the Lord Jesus Christ can save me from my sins. Unquote. If it works, then, but it didn't. He later pled guilty to aggravated murder in Ohio and the death of his first victim, Stephen Hicks. He was sentenced to life in prison without parole. So I will say this. And all the interviews of serial killers post posthumously of their crimes. Right. This is the only guy that I buy sorrow. He seems sad about what he did. I think I hmm. sorrow. I wouldn't call it sorrow. I would call it understanding. Like, I guess when someone 
kills are clearly not mentally right. Right. So they're on, on some level they're mentally fucked. Mm. So I can kind of God, he's that makes medicated me sound like now. It's the first time that he's ever been medicated. He's not drinking all the time. Mm-hmm. He's he's had to wean himself off that. Wean himself off some weans. I think that part of it is that he's actually realized. I mean, because even in one of the interviews I saw, she asks. There's a female interviewer. She asks him point blank, like. Well, Jeffrey, do you still feel those urges? And he said, I I would be remiss if I didn't admit to the fact that, yes, I do. It's part of my DNA. Yeah, that's, what that's kind of what I'm saying. It's just... But that's not common with those guys. Really? They don't admit fault. Oh. And hmm. I feel a bit of remorse for Jeffrey because I think that he grew up in a time where being, I mean, a lot of gay men weren't going to step forward to say anything about it. And gay people aren't known for eating. No, they're not. But I'm saying like, if you didn't, if you didn't focus on kind of the macabre aspects of what Jeffrey Dahmer did, and you focus on it as just being a homosexual crime, it's like, Fuck it. If you're gay, that's fine. Have fun. Be married. Go to the bath bathhouse. Go to the club. Be nice to it. Go to Club 219. Have a good Mm -hmm. time. But just don't just don't take your fast food home with you. Exactly. In a doggy bag. So you guys ready to hear about Dahmer's murder? Spoiler alert. (laughs) I mean really. Dahmer and two other inmates were assigned to clean the staff bathroom of the Columbia Correctional Institute Gymnasium in Portage, Wisconsin. Now, this was on November 28th, 1994. I want to say this. Dahmer knew the, the true Wisconsin death penalty was going to happen when he entered Gen, gen Pop, basically. They put him in Gen Pop? Well, that's what happened, Aye. inevitably. And there's the thing. When you're a Ted Bundy type, mm-hmm. you're cool as... Shit, because you murdered women. He murdered kids. He murdered men, and he was gay. That's where they get the kids a little weird right. about it. Well, they didn't focus on the kids. Really? Because okay. even with the 14-year-old, he was like, it's my boyfriend. I didn't, and, and even in interviews, he's like, I didn't know. I just thought he was like a very mature Latino boy. Like, there's some debate to be had about the fact that he killed those Boys, which 14 is a boy. 13 is definitely a boy. Mm-hmm. So anyway, while in Portage, Wisconsin, guards left the three inmates alone to do their work for about 20 minutes, starting around 7.50 a.m. When Dahmer was discovered, he was unconscious and his head and face were bloody. He died on the way to the hospital from multiple skull fractures and brain trauma. In fact, it was a metal uh, metal bar that struck his head. And according to the inmate that killed him, he literally made no noise and pleaded mm. nothing for his life. He just basically was waiting. He was waiting for it. Mm. A bloody broom handle was found near Dahmer, but now... 
there was, I remember hearing like, oh, he died because he got, you know, raped to death or something, <laughs> something like that. But that was not the case. Mm. Um, there was a bloody broom handle, broom handle found near Dahmer, but a broom is probably not sturdy enough to inflict the damage that killed him. Reports in December indicated they were struck with a steel bar. One of the other two inmates in the area with Dahmer was also attacked. Jesse mm. Anderson, 37, was pronounced dead in the hospital at 10.04 on November 30th. Anderson was convicted of stabbing and beating his wife to death in 92 and blaming it on a black man. He was serving a life term. The third inmate in the work party was 25-year-old Christopher Scarver, a convicted murderer reportedly taking antipsychotic medication. Mm. Scarver murdered a co-worker when he was angry at his boss, the boss got away. Scarver claimed his boss was a racist. And he was a black man. And mm-hmm. there has been speculation that Scarver, who was black, wanted revenge for the wrongs Dahmer and Anderson, both white, had done to black people. Mm. The majority of Dahmer's victims were black. Anderson tried to blame two fictitious black men for murdering his wife during a mugging. It's been pointed out that a desire for publicity or status may have been also been a motive. He also thought he was the reincarnation of Jesus. Don't we all? Dahmer was attacked last July. Also, a convicted drug dealer tried to cut his throat with a razor blade attached to a toothbrush handle. But the weapon fell apart. Dahmer received minimal injuries. Scarver is said to have delusions that he... I just said that. Mm -hmm. He is Christ. He has been in psychiatric observation and treatment several times with diagnosis of bipolar disorder and schizophrenia. He was found guilty of the murder though, and sent to prison and a jury apparently did not believe he was insane. And that is the shitty fucking life of Jeffrey Dahmer. Now, when we talk on this show, on this conspiracy therapy show, we like to delve into the pop culture. Which means it's time for that man of Josh to do that thing. It's time for the pop culture man of Josh. Sonic Boom. All right, guys. You know what I haven't said in a while on this show because of, you know, bus dubs and all that? Uh, I'm going to say... I bought a dildo. (laughs) Not recently. In the butt. But that's always you. Butt sex. That's always you, too. (laughs) Casamimi. Peacock. Fuck milk duds. Yep. Yeah, that too. No, guys. Guess where Jeffrey Dahmer appeared? Popular TV show. In the episode Devil's Night of American Horror Story Hotel, of course, uh, Jeffrey Dahmer would appear in that episode as part of the group of serial killers that would appear on Devil's Night in which they would, in the episode, they stabbed a person to death. It's awesome. It's a really interesting episode, too. It, by the it way, really is. I haven't seen it. Again, watch American Horror Story. It's, it's great. As far as movies, well, there's I have a couple here. 
Uh, in 2002, there was a movie called Dahmer, which is an American biographical true crime horror film directed by David Jacobson and starring... Oh, I think I'm going to grab a hot dog before this movie. <laughs> <laughs> starring Mr... Let's see. What is he in uh, The Avengers? I can't remember his name because... Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Jeremy Renner playing as Dahmer in the film. Hmm. Yeah, I thought it was Hawkeye, but I was like, nah, I'm not going to say that because I'm dumb. Anyways, yeah, uh, received well. And hey, as of not last year, but the year before, 2017, there is the film My Friend Dahmer, which Ryan touched, of course, upon. It is based on the 2012 graphic novel of the same name by cartoonist John Durf Backdurf. <laughs> it's a it's a cartoonist like pseudonym, right? Who was actually friends with Dahmer in high school in the seventies? Good movie, by the way. I, mm-hmm. I would highly wow. recommend it. We've been Is we've been boring? talking about watching it so many it's, times. It's, it's it, on our queue. It's on it's our list. Really good. In fact, there's Is it like a, there, no, 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 no. It's not. It's all about psychological. Uh, psychological. I can mm-hmm. watch it then. Uh, yeah. Ross the make some chicken I can't fingers. Think of his last name, but Ross the. Disney Channel superstar who became mm-hmm. the guy that he's unbelievably good. Mm-hmm. He's also great in Sabrina on Netflix, the new Sabrina series. <laughs> All right, as far as music, now there's there's some there's a lot of stuff from uh, artists such as Katy Perry or Soulfly uh, or even um, why NWA mm-hmm. has a song about Dahmer. But there's one thing I stumbled upon that I thought was incredibly interesting. Uh, there is a concept album by American grindcore death metal band called M- Macabre. Yeah, I played one of their songs, actually. Mm-hmm. The, f- the beginning song, actually. Yeah. Okay. Uh, which I'll... Um, it was released in 2000. It's a, it's, the album is called Dahmer. The songs com- com- comprise a biography of the life of Jeffrey Dahmer. Therefore, they are in chronological order. Now, if, if I may, I want to read a couple of the song titles just because it's uh, horrible. This first song's called Dog Guts. Uh, so there's um, Jeffrey Dahmer and the Chocolate Factory, I believe is the song that you heard mm-hmm. earlier. Yep. Uh, Drill Bit Lobotomy. Scrub-a-dub-dub. Um... <laughs> it is a 26 track album and yeah even in the end I think it's like still like 24 minutes <laughs> yeah because I mean so most of these songs are like a minute or two long minute 30 minute 43 so uh, I know what I'm going to be listening to tomorrow just because Ooh. I love heavy metal for one and actually no no I won't I'm going to be listening to probably Slayer but Anyways, guys, yeah, I thought it was very cool to see. There's a lot of people that have touched on Jeffrey Dahmer at one point or another. Uh, and that's all I have for you. So, yeah. Nice. That's been your pop culture. Ah. Uh. It's been a while since we had an episode that covers all the bases and feels good. 
Which means now it's time for us to ask the internet for some answers, maybe some Yahoo answers. $200, please, Alex. <laughs> this week on Yahoo Answers, I, uh, I thought we'd get a little topical here. Um, obviously, there are a lot of questions about Dahmer, but I, what I find most interesting about Dahmer is the uh, the idea that he was eating his victims. And I, I know we've kind of talked about it on the show before, the question, would you eat human flesh? <laughs> but I thought we'd pose that question to the Yahoo Answers community. So uh, the question is as follows. Would you eat human flesh? By the way, this was posted in the vegetarian and vegan section. So I'm not sure why that was. Uh, but this, fuck with them. That's why. Right. Uh, but this person asks, this is a genuine question. Hypothetically, if human flesh could be legally sourced, I haven't completely thought that part through and nicely cooked. Would you try it? I personally would. Mm. Uh, someone responded, if someone offered me, say, some breaded fritters of human origin, I would definitely have to try one. Mm, it's natural, feet fritters. It's natural curiosity. For example, I love dogs, but I ate a piece of dog when I lived in nope. China. Nope, it nope, felt nope, wrong, nope, but nope, I couldn't nope, resist nope, trying nope, just nope, out nope, of curiosity. Nope. Toe poppers with the jalapeno jam to dip it in. Right. I would do it. I wouldn't. I could, I, no. Yeah. Um, I steak an actual ribeye. Uh, an anonymous user wrote uh, in the Amazon. There are still indigenous people that believe that by eating the remains of loved ones that died, they are passing their soul into their body. The famine in China, meat of any kind, was from one to three dollars per pound. So great was the suffering among the, among the very poor that all children under twelve were sold for food in order to keep others from starving. A boy or girl under 14 was not safe in the street. You could go in any shop and ask for steak, chops, or stew meat. Part of the naked body of a boy or girl would be brought out and just what you wanted cut from it. A boy or girl's behind, which is the sweetest part of the body, and sold as veal cutlet, brought the highest price. Uh, Chinese, for a while after, acquired the taste for flesh, so the answer is yes, pass the Grey Poupon, please. Wow. Good Lord Almighty. Uh... This user wrote, since I don't eat the flesh of any other animal, it stands to reason that I wouldn't eat a human's flesh either, unless, of course, in a life-threatening circumstance, then I might. Uh-huh. Uh, user Indellian wrote, if, I, if it was eat or I starve to death, I would eat it without a second thought. However, if it was mass-marketed, no, I wouldn't eat it. I'd be busy barricading myself in the basement Chai, with bottled water Myers, and canned goods, hoping for whatever Orwellian state of affairs got humanity to the point where we had begun to eat each other would be ending soon. Uh, user Wicca Girl 24 wrote this Wicca Wow Wicca Wicca Wow Wow West <laughs> wrote this is the vegetarian section. We don't eat animal flesh. Humans are animals. So no. Oh well it you is. I'm it sorry is. about Buzzkill McKillington. Right? No kidding. I'm sorry about your senior boyfriend. <laughs> um, user Dairy is scary wrote you should get checked out, man. People don't typically sit around thinking about these types of things. To answer your question, though, no, of course I wouldn't. Even if I was starving, I would just forage or something. Nice. Uh, user blog420 just wrote flesh for fantasy. 
Okay. Billy Idol. Mm. Um, Mr. User, <laughs> Mr. Johnson wrote, I'd want to know if the flesh came from a hot woman or not. Because my, <laughs> my only standards are that I'd only eat the flesh of a beautiful woman. That sounds like Jeffrey Dahmer legitimately. Right, only, except with men. He yeah. only kept men that he thought were the literally the most beautiful. That's like going to a farm and picking out the hottest cow and then eating it. <laughs> right. Mother, I only destroyed the most beautiful cow that <sighs> I found sexually. That cow is so fucking hot. <laughs> Her the fucking, udders on that thing. Do you see the ass on that cow? Yeah. 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 Fuck yeah. Uh, triple D udders. I want to <laughs> suck the milk out of them. Creamiest God. milk. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh just check God. out that. Jeff. Uh, Josh. Josh, I check out that. Oh, it's a, a hot cock. <laughs> it's a hot cock. <laughs> <laughs> this, this fucking oh poor rooster God. running around. Uh, it's a hot rooster. Jesus. <laughs> All right, April, continue. Get that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, uh, user. You got any hot ducks? Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, user incognito wrote, I hear human tastes like pork. I don't particularly like pork. Mm, okay. Bacon. Uh, user oh. apple picking wrote, Have you ever licked yourself or another person and noticed the salty taste? Well, think about how salty human flesh would taste. Not so Sometimes tasty. it's too salty. Yeah. I like salty meat. I would eat your barbecue sauce. That's nice. Interesting. Uh, and then an anonymous user wrote, "No, nah, probably not. You'd be eating a piece of fat. It would take. It would be terribly unhealthy and probably taste like shit." You don't want cats eat- drinking beer. That's you don't want to. You don't want to. My eat girl. Shit. No. <laughs> um. Is, I wonder. Do do humans have health? Like, are they like salmon? They have like a healthy. Fat. Oh, like if you were to like cut off, like take a human and like cut it down into strips, like a cow. Mm-hmm. Like I'm there sure be, there are leaner like, there's cuts. Like, like the healthy um, cholesterol to a salmon, there and then like mm-hmm. unhealthy oh, cholesterol yeah. to a pork. Well, we're red meat. Yeah, so probably so not. Probably not. No. Uh, and then this one I <laughs> stumbled upon, and it made me laugh. So you get to hear this uh, question as well. This user posted in food and drink. If there was a chocolate man, what part of him would you eat? A chocolate man? A chocolate man. Like a man made out of chocolate. Uh, user Soccer Freak 101 wrote, I don't want to sound so gross, but I'd chop off his head and eat that first. Then I'd just slowly eat the body. Seems the smartest, because if I didn't do that, then it'd run away. No, it's kind of like a Easter Easter bunny yeah. thing. Uh, this user wrote, depends on what kind of chocolate he is. I love Godiva and Lindor chocolate, so if yes, <laughs> I'd eat him up. User Macalins3 wrote, if his eyes were made out of chocolate truffles. Oh, yum. Yeah. Um, user Page F wrote, the tummy, because that's where the cream filling might be. That's uh, the dick. You gotta yep. go, yeah, I was going to say, you got to go a little lower. Yeah. That is where the thrust goo is found. <laughs> uh, user Cat Captain wrote, the eyeball. And uh, Eyeballs are weird. I know. I could never eat an eyeball. I feel like it would get in my mouth and I'd just One spit it out. One scoop or two. I'm hungry. I feel like if you ate an an eyeball, it would be like eating one of those 
fruit snacks, like the gushers. Yeah. Where oh, you bite man. down and it just oh, squishes ah, in your ah, mouth. And then but you it would feel it like pop like a zit. Uh-huh. But it would Who's, taste terrible. It'd be like, like just garbage. Mm, yeah. Who would be the first to serve human flesh? No, I was thinking. Uh, I'm swinging for IKEA since they already had horse meat in their meatballs. Really? Yeah. Ugh. It was in Europe. Ugh. They found horse meat in their Swedish meatballs. Who's the fakest fast food restaurant? <laughs> fakest? Yeah. White Castle. Burger King. Oh. What about Long John Silver's? I like Long John Silver's. You can like it, but it's still Ugh. questionable. Probably. <laughs> Yeah. Probably Speedway gas stations. All yeah. those tornadoes. <laughs> Fingers on a spinning yeah. stick. Hey, where's the meat? That has been your Yahoo Answers. Now, faithful listeners might be thinking, Ryan, you've had all the segments I know and love, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but are you actually going to do a verdict? Yes, I am. Cause I'm a fucking host. And here I am with my friends. We're gonna ask. Whoops! Fuck that up. <laughs> That's all right. The four of us are gonna weigh in. We're gonna be jurors right now in 1991. Was Dahmer insane? Or was he meant to be punished by the full extent of the law? Insane? Or just a serial killer? Josh. What do you have to say? What do I have to say? Uh, Yeah, he was insane. He was evil. Fuck that guy. Hope he burns in hell for eternity. And... In hell, he only gets to eat uh, romaine lettuce and carrots, a, just a, a, with no dressing. A vegan. <laughs> yep. No, no ranch dressing, no Italian dressing. Just that. Welcome to vegan hell. Yep. You can. can I take your. You don't order? need dressing to dress up a salad. A little squeeze of lemon on a salad is really, no lemon really either. Good. No, 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 no. This motherfucker gets romaine lettuce. No, only. not even romaine. Just a head of iceberg. I Ooh, I can like eat, that. I eat that shit like an apple. <laughs> Sick I do. I just eat like an apple. Yeah, he oh he God. has no fourteen year old dicks or anything to munch on. It's just lettuce. Uh, no, no, seriously though, fuck this guy. He's just a fucking dick. Clippings. I hope he just burns in hell for eternity because fuck him. Mm-hmm. Tell us how you really think. Wow, yeah, no kidding. April. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say he was completely sane. I think he was absolutely sane because if you look at the process of how he. Um, not necessarily groomed, but how he acquired his victims, you know, going to bus stops, giving them money. There was so much thought behind getting the victims, taking them home, taking pictures while he was doing it. He just needed help. Yeah. He, I think, you know, it was maybe like a Pringles situation where once he popped, he couldn't stop. Um, I'm trying to get that last one. It was <laughs> claw fingers. It yep. was the second victim. The one that mm-hmm. like he literally went home, got drunk with, and then bashed his chest in. Well, that's he a, didn't even remember it. Right. Well, and that's another thing is the fact that he had to drink excessively to mm-hmm. commit the murders mm-hmm. tells me that he was sane of mind enough to know that what he was doing 
was wrong and he had to be inebriated to complete the act. Agreed. Larry. Yeah, he was sane. And he was completely honest about it. Um, that's it. All right. <sighs> dumber, 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 dumber. They should make a movie Dom and Dahmer. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I do want to say real quick, though, I do think he was clear mind. He's just a fuck. Well, fuck him. That's yeah. that's my that's my verdict. Just fuck him. Fuck off. Yeah, yeah. basically. Dahmer was saying he needed nuts. Fuck off. That's that's your verdict. Oh, Asshole. Round the horn. Yeah, we all agree. Mm-hmm. <sighs> all right. Well, hey, that's been your episode. Yeah. Good episode. Fun episode. Fun yeah. episode. Good episode. Yeah. Giggly. I'm hungry. I am too. <laughs> I was literally just contemplating what fast food I'm going to get on my Who's making the, the Taco Bell run? Long John. Long, no, Long John Silver's <laughs> Josh did the best. I hope that it. caught. I, I do too. I don't think it did, but I hope I'm it did. I'm so sad that wasn't on mic. Mm-hmm. I can recreate it. Going no, don't. hard at the Hardee's. Don't recreate it. <laughs> don't recreate it. Oh, you want yeah. some Taco Bell? You want a you want a um, quesarito? Steak and cheese quesarito. Those are pretty dope. It's the same thing as a taco, just folded fucking differently. <laughs> but steak. <laughs> we love you it's guys true. out there that listen to this and then get hungry and want to have fast food because we <laughs> mentioned fast food like a motherfucker on this show. Yep. Um, yeah, so it's been a great time. We did our verdict. Do we have a quizzical? No, nah, I'm for time reasons, I'm just gonna cut it. All right. Yeah, uh, we we do have a longer episode. So can we cut, only that's fine. Can we cut plugs? Yeah, we can cut everything. Yeah, we'll cut it down. We're gonna we'll cut it down just like Jeffrey Dahmer mm-hmm. cut down his victims. Actually, I do want to throw one thing out there, if that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wanted to say thank you on behalf of our show to Brian Douglas mm. for sharing Larry's awesome uh, remix of Wild Wild West. You know what? All listeners throw throw out a request. Sweet. Cool. Well, this has been a season three kind of. Yeah, it's been something. It's been a holy shit. (laughs) It's a new thing that we're covering that we're going to continue to cover. We, you know, personally, myself, I'm a big true crime fan, and it's it's something that I really appreciate. Yes. Diving into this stuff is we did in the first two years because we wanted to establish ourselves. And now I think we can kind of bring in some (laughs) other things. And we we have our segments that we know that we're gonna be able to kind of break it down with, and I God, it was nice to hear pop culture tonight. Was it's nice mm-hmm. to hear everything time capsule, yeah. time capsule. I know that's mine, but but you yeah, guys no, no, get a no. kick out of that. I do, we do. I it's, love it's, hearing it's, your it's reactions. A, it's fun, and it's uh, it's you know, hopefully you walk away from it, and you go to see your girlfriend and tell her a super enticing fact, or your boyfriend, or your. Furry friend, I don't know. Yeah, before yeah. you make love to your woman, tell her how Jeffrey Dahmer drilled into a human beings' head and poured <laughs> in acid. Try to make a love zombie, or as yeah. I call it, foreplay. That's beautiful, man. <laughs> it is. Does anybody have anything they want to throw out there before we end this bad bear? Uh, oh. What are dicks made of? 
cartilage. Yep. Uh, I This has nothing to do with Jeffrey Dahmer, but it made me laugh and I thought I'd share it with you guys. Okay. Uh, my mom texted me earlier today, and I don't know if you've seen on the news the uh, video of the guy, I believe in California, who they caught on one of those ring doorbells yeah. licking the doorbell for three hours. That's beautiful. Here's what my mom texted me. OMG, did you see on the news the guy that got busted for licking a doorbell for three hours? I was both horrified and fascinated. Like, who does that and why? I'm both repulsed and, dare I say, turned on? And then there's a pause and she goes, that guy was kind of licking that doorbell. (laughs) That's awesome. And then there's another pause and she says, I'm a grandma. I shouldn't be saying stuff like this. It's my mom, folks. Yeah, he might. And that's a real fucking weird video. If you haven't seen it, look it up. If he's licking the doorbell for three hours. I'm just going to say, I watched the video. Dude has some skills. Could go pro. Whoa. <laughs> so I'm going to end this episode. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm going to end this episode by saying, guys, work on your skills on going down on a woman. Please. Don't crunch. Find the G. Find <laughs> that's everybody. Don't crunch. Find the G spot. That make hurts. it happen. Just, just make her toes curl. Give her a good hearty laugh. Make the woman happy. Beautiful. And that's been your episode, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we'll see you next week on another episode of Conspiracy Therapy Podcast. Have a great one, guys. Well, there's a change in pace of fantasy and taste. Do you like good music? Do you like to dance? Presentation of Beer City Media. (laughs) 